It's the weekend. Tony and Mad Max were live here on this Sunday, May 22nd. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. We have a lot of cover today. We got to go over the you- NBA playoffs, the Yankees, I was and just the Mets. Thinking- I was just thinking NBA playoffs for some yeah. reason. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah, I was watching the um uh, the um uh, Preakness Stakes yesterday. Um, um, horse race. Yeah, I forget the name of the winner. Um, oh, um, uh, easy something, easy betting, easy um, easy something. I know that I I know that Rich Strike won the Kentucky Derby. At eighty to one odds, so that was incredible. But Rich Strike took the Preakness off to rest up for for, for Belmont, which is in on June eleventh. Um, they need to work out that scheduling, man. It, it's so quick, and these horses. And I guess they didn't want Rich Strike to overwork. You know, so Rich Strike's going to be going for Belmont. But who won Preakness? It's easy something, dude. Easy something. Um, E- no, not easy. Early voting. Early, Early voting. voting. <laughs> Early voting one. Um, good race, man. Um, seven to two odds was not the favorite. Epicenter was the favorite at, at six to five odds. Um, and in, it was a very good race. I watched even the early races before Preakness. Preakness took place at like seven o'clock, but the the event didn't even start till I think two o'clock in the afternoon and they have earlier opening races that take place at Pimlico. Same thing with um, Churchill Downs for the Kentucky Derby. They have little, little pre-show races, mm. but so you want to do NBA playoffs. Um, yeah. Only two series are left, dude, the Celtics and the heat, the Warriors and the Mavs. Um, I'm pulling for the Mavericks here, although I don't think they're going to really <laughs> come back from the 2-0 deficit. Uh, if they do, I just don't think they're going to win the series. Look at, did you see in game two, Luka Doncic scored 40 points? They still couldn't beat the Warriors. That they're just, they're just very overmatched right now. Like very overmatched. But I believe, but they're but they're going back home, right, Dallas? Yeah. So maybe they could. They they have a chance. They have a chance to to nod the series up. You got two games at home. Then you do game five over in Golden State. Then game six back in Dallas. And if you tie it up three three, then anything's possible back in Golden State. So I don't know, Joe. I just think that Luca is just a just a um, one man show here. I agree. <laughs> You got you got your good old buddy on the team, Spencer Dinwiddie, too. Yeah, how's he been doing in this series? Yeah, he's been he, he did. I I think he did well in the first game. Yeah, but again, he he's they're not going to overcome like Golden State's system. No, that is just impeccable right now. Impeccable team that just made the playoffs last year now was pretty much on route to the NBA finals because they just know how to build a team. They can build a, a, not just a team per se, but a sustainable winner, you know, which some teams were kind of like that. 
you know, they got the good coach. They have the players on the court. They have the bench. That just makes it like pretty much easy to go off and win a bunch of playoff games. Because once Phoenix was knocked off in very brutal fashion, you could say that Golden State was just going to cakewalk in, man. I, I don't see Dallas winning the series. I, no, you I don't either. Basketball is not a one-man like show. It's not. Even LeBron, you know, you always need a supporting cast. And I don't know what Luca really has around him. So I just think that it's just going to be too much to overcome. Yeah. Heat and Celtics, I think it's just going to come down to the last game because it's, it's so back and forth at this point. I think, I, think, I think it comes down to health. I think that this game has just been like dependent on, what, on, on who's the healthiest team. It's really that simple. I think that the true testament of the NBA champion is who's healthier. How many times has have we seen Kyle Lowry just not play? He's been in and out of the lineup the whole the whole postseason. Robert Williams on, my, on with the Boston Celtics, it just doesn't. He's just in and out. Yeah, and Jason Tatum went down yesterday too in the injury scare. Yeah, now we hear Jimmy Butler has got a knee issue. He's got yeah. knee inflammation. Like, how does any team really keep a, keep their team full? You really can't. No. There's injuries all over the place. But what's see now I know we we talked about NBA playoffs, but this also can lead to something like 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 injuries and, and injuries in particularly basketball, because what we've seen in recent years, and I think we saw it a lot in last year's postseason. And you could even say it goes back to the um to uh, the bubble season. Mm. These players just don't have the wherewithal to survive a full season. This isn't this isn't Jordan years in the nineties. This no. isn't you know this isn't Magic and Larry Bird in in the eighties. It's just a different time. You could even say that this isn't even the the freaking Kobe and Tim Duncan years of two thousands. Those guys those guys never got hurt. No, I don't get why everyone gets I mean, hurt I know nowadays. Kobe, I mean, I, 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 know, I know Kobe tore up his Achilles, but it, you they never saw like Tim Duncan or Tony Parker or anyone from that Spurs team really go down. No. I don't know, it's awkward because nowadays everyone gets injured. No one's safe. Yeah, I mean, D. Wade was a – was a catalyst for for Miami for for for, for more for more than, than than a decade. You never questioned his health. You never questioned. Oh my goodness! Like you could count this guy out for 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 playing this many games. Like no, like the Dwayne Wade showed up and played. Nowadays, you're just wondering. Oh well, when is you know when is Kevin Durant going to get hurt, or when is um Anthony Davis going to get hurt? Um or or um uh, Joel and B like the, the, these guys are stars and they just don't play 
it's a really messed up era of, of basketball now because you're not only dealing with injury prone, prone players, but you're also dealing with, with like players that don't even want to show up. Like, 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 like Ben Simmons <laughs> or like Kyrie Irving. Or Kyrie Irving. <laughs> so I don't know. It's, it's tough. I mean, let's be honest, dude. The, the next season took a, bad turn when when derrick rose went down it, it did i can't believe we're relying on him to carry us that's sad that's in of itself. Other, yeah that's a whole other issue but. but but you're right as soon as he went down there goes the season and brooklyn too brooklyn lost kevin durant for two months they went on they went on an 11 game losing streak they went from the top seed down to the eighth seed in two months i remember it was a plummet, dude, a 90-degree plummet. Like You weren't even watching the games because you were telling me, you're like, I'm done watching these games until KD gets back. I couldn't watch them. It drove James Harden out of here. Like, it's tough. And you don't miss James Harden, I'll tell you that right now. He did not oh. perform in the, in the Sixers playoff series at all. No, well, what else is no? I, I just... It's it's getting really tiring because it's hard to like get amped up for your team when you're just worried that one possession, one dribble, one drive, one drive, one drive to the dish is gonna, you know, like just ruin somebody's season. Like someone's like someone's gonna pull up and try to make a jumper and they're and, and they're they're gonna pull something drive to the basket and tear up their knee or get whacked in the face and get concussed or break something on their face. Like uh, it's no way to watch sports now, but these no. guys are so fragile. Is it the amount of games? Like did playing that did, did playing that, that weird bubble season wreck everybody's, you know, stability, like, what happened yeah. what happened to the premier athlete in the nba durability it's just gone i mean look at it in in baseball now the mets are going down with injuries left and right here and we're splitting double headers with the colorado rockies which we, we should be sweeping yeah, well injuries in baseball i think have a different feel than basketball See, because baseball, it's all about the dog days of summer. It's a grind. You know, I think that baseball does play too many games and basketball, too. Yeah. I think that, honestly, maybe it's just like the new age fan in all of us. Like, we just love football so much. Football, football is only 17 games. Once a week, like, there isn't a grind an everyday grind necessarily, but the games are brutal. That's why you do get a fair amount of injuries in football, but it's less games. It, losing your top flight point guard, your top score is like freaking losing your quarterback. Exactly. For two months. It's brutal. It's really brutal. Yep. Point guard orchestrates the offense, so it is the same as losing your quarterback. 
it just sucks. But we're very much attuned to short sample size seasons, 17 games, one like one game playoffs. You know what I'm saying? Like football is just one game, one wild card round, one divisional round, one conference championship game, one Super Bowl. Basketball and baseball and hockey, those are series. Yeah. Seven game series in baseball. There's a five game series. Now there's a best two out of three for, for the wild card. So there's more games. I think people now were just so big into like less is more. And I think that what we're seeing with player durability is that may be the case. Less, if you have me play less, I will give you more. If I play more, I'm going to, I'm going to break down. It's just the way the athlete is today. You're right. (sighs) I think you're right, though. It all comes down to, to whoever's durable during the Heat and Celtics series. And Celtics, any any sort of game, dude, any regular season, yep. any 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 regular season, like it just it just sucks because you really just want to enjoy the games, and you got these people that just that that could just do one simple play, and then they pull up lame, and then they end up pulling a hamstring, and oh, they're out for two to three weeks, and it's like, well, just like that. Not even like crazy stuff. Like you, like I, I can imagine somebody like knocking into somebody hard, or um, like just getting, just being a victim of a dirty play. But no, you got guys that just go up the court and pull up for pull up for for a jumper, and they just pull something. They land funny, and then their ankles are get all messed up, like. I don't get it. I don't either, especially as a, and now I can relate with the Mets and it's the same thing every year where players just go down. It's frustrating. I'll tell you that. Have, have, have you, have you been watching the Rangers? Yeah, I have been. I have, <laughs> I wasn't happy with the last performance in game two. I mean, it didn't even look like they were awake. No, nah, they're, they're getting they're they're getting outshot and outclassed by Carolina, man. It, it makes sense, dude. Carolina is is a better team. They just are. They just are. What's a sh- what's a real shame is that uh, this 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 Ranger team could really be giving us something special. They were down. They were down three one to Pittsburgh. Like and they came they, back and won the series. Panarin with yeah. the game winner. But, but they could have easily been knocked out in the first round. Then everything from the regular season could have just been like, well, I mean, it's what does like, it really matter? It, it was like, the you know what it was reminiscent of when the Rangers were losing that Penguins series and it looked like they were going to go down? It reminded me of the Knicks season last year against the Hawks. They just went down. Except the Rangers came back and won in game seven and Artemi Panarin with the game-winning goal in overtime. Incredible moment, but what we're seeing in the second round series is you just sort of think like, my goodness, like how long ago was that game seven against Pittsburgh? They were up one nothing. They were up one nothing in game one. They played beautiful the first two periods, and then the third period they completely shot the bed. They could not 
put any shots on goal, and Carolina got got pretty much a late third period goal to tie it up, do with like three minutes left. Brutal. And then lost in overtime. And then game two, they just were just just lifeless. Now they're back home tonight for game three, and hopefully they could get a win here to spin some sort of momentum. You you can't go down 3-0 because no. I think I think there's only been one team to come back from 3-0. In the in, in the NHL playoffs, one or two, one or two teams, something like that. But this is just really, really just sucky. Gerard Gallant has got has has got to turn this team around here. And what sucks is the Rangers actually have stars on this team. They have great players. Adam Fox, Artemi Panarin, Chris Kreider, um, Mika Zabanajad. And they have a good goalie in Igor in Igor Shesterkin. He's only given up. He's only given up um, uh, four goals this this whole series. Four yeah. goals, not bad at all. No. Just the just the team can't put up any offense. No, it sucks. It really it's frustrating sucks. to watch. Yeah, it is. It's frustrating to watch, especially game two. It was a drag watching it when they didn't even score at all. But, you know, tonight, game three is going to be in Madison Square Garden. And they this is this is probably the biggest game of the season. This is it. I call this a must win. I, I, do. I do, too. I yeah. really do. I really do. I just want to see this team really take a step where you're like, wow, even I, I'm not ex, I'm not expecting them to win the cup. But damn, dude, it would be so nice if they went to either the conference finals or even the or even if they made it to the cup, but not win it. Then you say next year, okay, now we really gotta jump forward. But a second round exit, dude, gentleman sweep or or, or a possible sweep, that'd be so bad that that would really put a damper on, on the season. Or, or if you get out the second round, we could we could compare it to the 2013 next against the Pacers. You could. I mean, well, it's different because the Rangers now, I mean, they actually have like studs that, that, that could be sustainable. Oh, boy. But so that's what so that's with the Rangers right now in, in the NHL. We, we went into the in, into the NBA playoffs. What else do you have on uh, baseball? The, uh, I want to get into this Donaldson controversy. How do you feel about this this fight between him and Anderson? I think uh, Tim Anderson. He's he's a great player, dude. He's really good, and it's just the way that society is now, dude. I mean, you, you can't get away with anything at all. I think that. I think that what Josh said was kind of a bad optic, but I don't think he meant any harm by it, dude. Like, why would he try to start shit? He's not like that. I don't know. I just think that's who he is. I don't know. I, I, I like if you really like the way I. He's an edgy player. That's his. That that's his thing. He could have said something else though. He didn't need to say that. That's just. That's why it's in poor taste. It's it's a very bad optic. 
it didn't look too good. But I think that if Tim Anderson really is a true professional, man, just just freaking hash it out. Don't hold grudges. Confront him on the field. Be like, hey, listen, let's like talk about this without cameras by us. Can we do that? And people, people are going nuts on social media talking about, oh, society is so soft. And this is the way it is, man. Like <laughs> We can't change that. Even LaRusa said that he thought it was racist. Oh, well, well, well LaRusa is just protecting his player. Of course, he's going to say that. But I, I do th- like I like I said, I think it has racial undertones. I think there's an issue there. I really no, but do. You know the story behind it? <clears throat> yeah, I do. Like Tim Anderson was calling himself like a modern day Jackie Robinson back in 2019 or something like that, because I think he was I, I think he was being racially profiled on the field. Which I, did, again. I did say that, but it's still like for him to say that, like he could have said anything else, you know, now, but mind it, you, Tim Anderson was starting shit with Donaldson back in Chicago last weekend at the plate. So, yeah. So there's, well, no, it was, it was, it was at third base, third base. Yeah. And it was, and so there's beef there. There is. So Josh doesn't like, dude, Josh is that Josh is a freaking bulldog on that field. He doesn't take shit from anybody. That's his thing. It's all in the heat of competition. These guys are these guys are playing a close game. It was a hot day, very hot day. And it was just it was just a bad look. I want to bet that these two are probably, probably going to hash it out on on the field. Again, no no cameras, just talk it out like men. And when I say no cameras, I mean no freaking cameras because that's what like the media pounces on that stuff. They want that story. They like, go, oh, here they are. Yeah. They're talking it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, like let them, in fact, don't even do it on the field. Go in, go into the clubhouse tunnel where, where there's where there's like virtually nobody. Nobody's there. And just hash it out there. It doesn't have to be a big deal. It really doesn't. See, a lot of, of the crazy stuff on social media that we see on Twitter, like on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok, anything, Facebook, it's all these little stories that people blow up and they make a big deal out of. Just let it move on, dude. These guys are professional athletes. They're making, they're, they're making a king's ransom. The media loves this stuff. That's why they blow it up. They get their articles written. They get the credentials from the papers that they write for or the, or the websites they write for. They get the big scoop. And that's what their job is all about. But whatever it is, again, it was a bad look. Probably shouldn't have been said. But understand this. It was in the heat of the competition. And we just gotta move the frig on. <laughs> move on. For me, like I said, I think there's something there. I don't know. Like it's just like he, like I said, he could have said anything else, but he chose I that. Get that. You know what I mean? But like he said, like that. But but Tim Anderson referred to himself as a modern day Jackie Robinson. Josh was just 
recounting a previous memory. That's a dig. That's a deep memory, though. That's from like three years ago. I know, but it's almost like it's it's almost like an inside thing. It's not that big of a deal. It really isn't that big of a deal at all. And these two have beef, might I? I'll say again, they have beef. This isn't something new. This this isn't Adam Jones being called being being called the N word at freaking Fenway Park. That was bad. That was awful. This is some little banter, dude. Like, you kidding me? But because it's baseball, where it's supposed to be this, this friggin' gentleman's game, like, these guys banter all the time. This is unreal. But the Yankees, I don't want to hear any Yankee fans out there. I mean, from all the complaints that we got in the offseason about them, I will say this, and not you. All these Yankee fans, oh, look at what the Mets are doing. We st- we stink. Oh, we, we didn't get Correa. We didn't get this guy. You guys are freaking the best team in the league off of what you thought was going to be your worst year. There was turmoil there because of the contract with the Aaron Judd situation. Yankee fans, I'm going to say it right now. They need to shut up. You know, stop freaking complaining. Stop calling in the freaking all these stations saying that, oh, Yankees didn't do this. We need to do this. We need to we need to update here. We need to how about this? When you look on Twitter, they're complaining. Let's get Juan Soto in here. I don't know if you saw that. And they they do they they honestly may do that. That I really don't hope that happens because the Mets really need a home run hitter like that. Like I said, they need one more big bat. But now the Mets, here we go with the injuries piling on here. Between, if you look at McCann, McGill, Max Scherzer's down for six to eight weeks with an oblique injury. And then DeGrom's still injured. Who knows when he's coming back? He's fragile. Who knows? I think the Mets are fine, dude. I think Really? After that Colorado loss yesterday, we're using this Peterson guy. He stinks. I mean, there really is some, there's a lot of issues going on here with these injuries on this team. This freaking starting pitch and rotation has taken a major blow now. Now that McGill is down and Scherzer's down and DeGrom isn't here, that's bad. Taiwan Walker isn't 100% either. He's been dealing with injury this season. Well, as long as they beat their beat their divisional opponents, as long as the Braves continue to have this weird World Series drought where they can't seem to get on a roll, I think they're fine. The Phillies can't freaking close a game out to save their lives, <laughs> blowing blowing a, a six run lead in the ninth. Like, like that's what you really worry about. It's just divisional opponents. It's that simple. Do they keep winning series? You pull, you could, you can easily survive it. Easily. Six to eight weeks is a long time for sure. Yeah, That's a long, it is a long time. time. And that doesn't even include like, like rehab starts and all that stuff. So I, th- I think they'll be fine. Horrible. But like I said, Yankee fans need to calm down. They need to calm the hell down. We remember because we were covering it because the Yankees weren't doing anything in the offseason. Oh, this team's a disgrace. It's horrible. All of a sudden, you pissed, have... right? I was, yeah, pissed, you... I was pissed off. <laughs> All of a sudden, they have the best record in baseball. Like I said, Yankee fans need to please. Can you shut up, please? 
Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Man, but since well, that's the baseball talk, do you have one last thing to get into? That's pretty much all I had um, on my docket here today. That's I wanted to cover NBA playoffs, the Anderson situation, the Mets, the Yankees. and I think that was the biggest thing, the, the Tim Anderson stuff. Yeah. You know, but oh, perfect. So are you ready to do the socials? Yeah, man, you go first. All right, man. So my Instagram is at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. Once again, at T-A-N-O-O-C-H-9-6. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Max T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. Again, T-H-E-R-E-E-L-M-A-X. You can check out all of our previous episodes on this YouTube channel right here. Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. All the podcasts and platforms as well. iHeartRadio, Apple Music, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean. All the podcasting platforms, if there's anyone that you follow, we're on it. Just looking for Sports and Hip Hop with DJ Mad Max. And under that, you'll see the Tony and Mad Max show. And we're here every weekend. Every weekend, breaking down the, the latest in sports, recaps, everything. We're covering the NHL playoffs here for the Rangers and then the NBA playoffs and the, the baseball season's underway. And then we'll be getting into preseason and mini camp, rookie camp, OTAs, and all that soon. It's coming up. Yeah. Real soon. And like, we, we we already went into the schedules and whatnot, and now it's just waiting for, yeah, you said OTAs, training camp, preseason in August. Yeah. And then, you know, sooner sooner rather than later, it's going to be it's gonna be week one. <laughs> yeah. How about that Brees Hall? Did you see the Brees Hall screenshot that was going around on social media? <laughs> oh, no. What was that? It, it was him because <laughs> they, they did like a class picture for like the rookies. And like Brees Hall, he had like a he had like a frown on his face, and we were like, people were like, man, Brees Hall with the mug, he's about to go for a fifteen hundred yard season with fifteen touch, fifteen rushing touchdowns. He's gonna be like the next like LT or the next like Adrian Peterson, yeah. <laughs> just tear I, up the league. I really do hope he is. The Jets really need that stroke of luck. And hey, we always say that the Jets do find a running back star all the always. time. Running backs have been their biggest thing. That and you could say defense too. Yeah, you can. <laughs> so, all righty, man. So, thank you guys for tuning in. A nice, a nice brief Sunday show. Um, enjoy the hot weather. Be safe. Um, wear a mask. Get vaccinated, and just be good. Be safe. And, and stay away from monkeypox. Oh yeah, that too. <laughs> so, thank you guys for tuning in. Enjoy your weekend. So long. <laughs> so long. <laughs>